Hello, welcome back to Fact Swaps Gamers Edition. This is episode three, and today we're going to be derailing from arcade games and instead moving on to the console wars. And we're going to start with Nintendo 64 and Sony PlayStation. So, uh, the Nintendo 64. It was a home video game console released in September 96, 1996 in North America and in October 1996 for Japan, I believe. Uh, it was the last major home console to use the ROM cartridge as its primary storage format until the Switch in 2017. So it was priced at $199.99 and sold 32.93 million units worldwide. And that price today, if you uh, put in inflation, it's around $320 something dollars, maybe $330. Uh, it had 16 bit sound and weighed about 2.42 pounds. Just some random facts because it's uh, interesting. What does that mean? What do you mean? 16-bit <laughs> sound. Like, explain So, that. there's modern day, which I believe can be anywhere from 16 to 32 to 64. 16-bit uh, has a very distinct sound in it. It can only... I don't actually know the exact way to put it, but so, like, 8-bit sounds really restricted. You've got, like, 8 bits to work with, and that's like storage and memory and RAM. Mm -hmm. So you have eight different notes almost. Think about it like notes. You have okay. eight notes. 16 is like way more, you know, you have double. Okay. You can work with a lot more. And then, you know, it weighed barely two pounds. So four megabytes of RAM, which is not a lot. That is so little yeah. RAM. That is nothing. Uh, four to 64 megabytes of storage, which is also nothing like that that's so far from like modern day games for example like warzone which is like almost 100, 100 gigabytes, gigabytes yeah which is like so much more uh and the predecessor of nintendo 64 was the snes so they had the nes the snes and now the n64 so the n64 cartridge was more like a ram stick so instead of it holding all the game's stuff and knowledge and stuff, and then it just sends it to the RAM sticks in the console, it instead is its own RAM stick in a way, and it researches or grabs all the level data, textures, animations, music, sound, and even the code, and it does it while it's running, which is why a bunch of N64 games uh, will lag, because it has okay. to think about it what you're do what you're doing while you're doing it which is really hard for it to do so, so it, it go on so it was kind of like buffering in a way yeah the actual cartridges themselves it was yeah. not a hardware issue it was yeah it's like think, just think yeah think youtube it's literally doing what youtube does i gotcha it starts the video even though it's not fully loaded interesting so most things fully load the level but wow. not not in 64 because it couldn't the ram could not Bear to handle a full <laughs> level, but this made it so they could, which is ingenious game design. That's interesting because now that I'm thinking back to it, when I played Super Mario 64, mm -hmm. um, one level that I noticed in like specifically that it lagged a lot was um, Dire Dire Docks. Yeah, the submarine. The submarine yeah. was such a big entity, and it had to constantly load and unload when it got out of your screen that it would just lag you so much. Yeah. Because it took up like half... And plus, you're, it's already loading all the water. 
all the coins, all the pulleys. It's, yeah. it's got a lot to load. That's incredible, though, that they were able to create such like detailed games mm-hmm. with that little storage and with that yeah. little like computing power. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just amazing. It truly is. So I had the Sony PlayStation, the original Sony PlayStation. Now, Sony and Nintendo were on good terms when they first started in the business relationship that they were in. So Nintendo tasked Sony with creating a CD-ROM reader for the Nintendo Super Famicom, which was a total failure, by the way. Um, So towards the end of the research and development of the disc reader, Nintendo completely bailed on Sony. <laughs> so I'm out. <laughs> so Sony decided, you know what? Screw this. We've already spent millions and millions of dollars on this development. We're just going to make our own console. Mm. And that is what they did. That is exactly what they did. So a lot of times PlayStation was hailed as a much more powerful console. That's the reason for that is because it had much more powerful parts. Mm-hmm. And one of the main like advantages of buying a PlayStation at the time was the fact that it used CD-ROMs, which were a new form of storage back in the 2000s when the PlayStation was released. Mm-hmm. So games could have double or even triple the size of like files, just in general. Yeah. So they could have much better graphics and... Yeah, they they could like game developers could pack a lot more into one game, mm-hmm. which is why it's compared to like the Nintendo sixty four because it's got such a different like way of loading things that like it just it already has all the info. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to load it while it's doing it. So it makes I guess it makes sense then why the PlayStation was one performed better and two uh, is praised higher. Yeah, and it ended up actually winning the console war with around 102.49 million units sold. And that's <laughs> yeah, a that's, couple more than 32 million. <laughs> yeah, so almost tripling, well, actually tripling the sales of the Super Nintendo, or Super si- Nintendo 64. Nintendo, yeah. Yeah. And surprisingly, the retail price was double that. Double, which is insanity. Incredible, yeah. At $400. And, yeah. So it's kind of incredible that it actually managed to sell triple the amount of units. Mm -hmm. Do you have the, uh, do you have an estimate for how much $400 is in inflation of today's? I did not run the calculations, but if I had to estimate, I would probably say around five hundred. Yeah. If if three hundred, if one hundred ninety nine is around three hundred, then probably the same. Yeah. General idea. <clears throat> so, sense. tell me a little bit more about like how the cartridge loaded because I was a little bit confused when you first mentioned how the RAM cartridge works. Yes. How does that work? Okay. So the cartridges they're in like they're like squares and they have like small domes at the top. And right. you put them into the console, and you have to like flick a lever, and it goes play, or like restart. You have play, and then you have like power. Okay. So you do power, and then play. I think I'm pretty sure. And then it'd be in, and it'd start playing, and the computer, or not the computer, the screen would like flash a couple times, and then it'd be Pokemon Stadium, for example. Right. And 
while it's loading Pokemon Stadium, let's say you hit start, it kind of takes a little bit. And so, some games, even today, take a little bit, but that's for different reasons. Right. This one's because it's literally like, what does he want? What does the player need right now? And it's like, I need the start menu because I hit start. So okay. it's it loads it, and it loads it, and it loads it. And then, like, not only is the RAM in the actual console working, but the RAM in the actual stick is working. So it's got, like, two different RAMs working to, you know, put it on the screen visually. I mean... So was yeah. RAM the only method of storage for cartridges, ROMs at that time? No, they had storage, but okay. storage wasn't used like it is today where it had a whole where it could hold games on it. It was kind of right. like a memory access bank. It was like a bank. Okay. It's like they put stuff on it and then they'd be like, "I'll save this." And then they'd RAM grab it cuz RAM is random access memory. Right. So it just randomly accessed their storage and just like took out what it needed and used it. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So would you say that this was kind of like the follow-up to the home arcade era? Like, was this the turning point for Nintendo, or how um, how would you describe that? I'd definitely say the Nintendo 64 was their most successful console, because the SNES was great, the NES was great, like, they all performed, but this one blew them up you know they everyone knew them after the nintendo 64 with super mario 64 um star fox uh donkey kong country is that i think that might be i believe it is but it could be yeah and all those games made it insanely popular so i'd say yeah uh this like the nes and the snes were them trying to break out of the arcade but it was really hard because that's quite a barrier it's like the ozone layer or whatever it's like that's you're going to have trouble getting through the atmosphere. Uh, but they finally broke through with the Nintendo 64. You know, it connected with audiences. And I think they finally, you know, got away from all those arcade, you know, you have to walk in with quarters and stuff. Right. And the home console era, it was kind of like, in my eyes, it was kind of like the breaking point. So <laughs> Nintendo switched from, like, this this company who was like, okay, we're going to make homemade versions of the games that you love to play in arcades. Mm-hmm. And they kind of broke away from that and almost created their own genre. Yeah, exactly. It's like family-friendly games that mm-hmm. everyone in the yeah, and it, enjoy. And it exploded Sony's popularity as well because Sony, like, they have, like, music. And there's Sony Pictures Animation. So, like, there's right. a lot of different Sony properties, but they didn't think about gaming at all like nintendo reached out to them and you know they tried to get them to make the cd rom or the reader or whatever yeah the app and it they made it and they were like we're pretty good at this let's do this and then they did it and it worked really well for them yeah surprisingly well in fact the predecessor the playstation 2 um was also a very very big success but that's for a future episode mm. So I guess that's going to wrap it up. Yeah. Brett, thank you for having this awesome chat with me about some previous game consoles that we hold very fondly in our hearts. Mm. And uh, thank you, listener, for staying till the end. Really appreciate it. And I believe that's going to wrap it up for today. See you.